the point after show. He's going savage. Run for your life. And that was a disgraceful performance in my opinion. We threw that game. We gave it away by doing that. We gave him the freaking game. In my opinion, that sucked. Uh, playoffs? What are talking about? Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. The Point After Show. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. The double chance does what the f*** he wants. The Point After Show. Spikes in hell. Spikes in peewee hell. Hey guys, you're listening to The Point After Show. I'm Eddie, the host with the most money in my pocket after playing golf with Tommy and Paul yesterday. Uh, Tom's not here. He's on a hot date with an old employee, old former boss, uh, so he won't be with us tonight, but we'll try to make up and uh, get our our uh, podcast going here without him. But uh, we're also here with Polly, Bag of Walnuts, Lipko, and Cavi, the producer, as always. What's up, guys? Uh, let's just go around and uh, give our Twitter handles to the to the audience, to our listeners real quick. I'm at, uh, at Eddie underscore the PAS. Uh, Paul? And I am at Paul underscore the PAS. Cavi. I'm at producer Cavi on the Twitter. And Tom is at TLip underscore the PAS. Hit us up uh, on Twitter with any questions you have just to bullshit. Give us your take on any articles uh, that we post. Blogs daily at thepointaftershow.com. Let's get right into it. We have uh, a few things to talk about. Quite a quite a few uh, sports related news stories since our last podcast last week. Let's talk about the one of the more recent things that happened uh, with the All Star Game. We'll talk about Demarcus Cousins getting traded. Basically, he didn't even know until the the end of it. Yeah, it was hilarious. It was really funny to watch that interview. Uh, his eyes just kind of got a little big and. He saw it all. Just He's like wow. Yeah, he saw that realization come upon him real quick. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think the Kings. I think the Kings made a good decision here. Um, I mean, they got you know as little as an apple core for him, but I think that they were willing to uh, take that sacrifice. What they get? They got three guys. Uh, they got healed Evans and Galloway, and they got two picks for uh, to get rid of a problem. Um, the GM for the Kings, Vladi Divac, he, he made a comment that said uh, they're ready to um, start a new beginning, and it begins uh, with culture and character. And I, let's be honest, guys, Cousins is not going to bring that to your team. He is a huge problem. But I think it's a good move for the Pelicans, personally. What do you guys think? I do, too. I think it's a good move for the Pelicans. I think it's a good move for him, too. Um, I think he's going to... His personality is going to work out a lot better in a smaller market. Uh, he's not going to have all the eyes on him. I mean, let's be honest, Sacramento's the L.A. market. You're getting covered by the L.A. media. You're you're still a celebrity out there. New Orleans just doesn't have that national reach where we're going to be all eyes on him at all times. But it also, I mean, it works out for the Pelicans really well because, you know, the Kings, are they're out of it. They're, they're not making a playoff run. The Pelicans are, you know, a, an outside shot for the playoffs this year. So I think... You know, it it benefits them greatly. And if you jo- if you watch the All Star Game, he joins uh, Anthony Davis at the Pelicans too, who scored fifty two points and all an All Star Game record, uh, which was just amazing. I mean, in the game, if you watched it, I mean, obviously the the defense is a little lackluster, but um, lackluster. Than, <laughs> that, that's a little other lackluster. That, yeah. Description other than that, I think, of it. But I think going forward, uh, you know, midway point of the year is the All Star Game for the most part. Going forward, through they're going to probably make playoffs. Going through playoffs, I think DeMarcus Cousins is going to be a, a pretty big impact to the Pelicans, p- 
potential. No, I agree. I think the, the there's one guy. If 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 there is one guy that doing a backflip right now about Demarcus Cousins coming to uh, New Orleans, it's it's Anthony Davis. Um, quick quick uh, you know quick stat check here. Anthony Davis and Demarcus Cousins right now hold the one and two spot since 2012 for the most 30 point games with 15 rebounds. And this year alone, they're one of they're two of three guys that are averaging 25 points and 10 rebounds a game. The other guy, obviously, is uh, Russell Westbrook. So to put those two guys on the same team, to Cabby's point, I mean, if you're going to make a playoff run and you're going to contend with your Golden States and Cleveland, um, I mean, this is this is a good shot. I think uh, the other interesting note that's uh, buried in all of this is that um, the Kings are going to stink. And the Kings are gonna, you know, probably earn themselves a really high draft pick from this. Um, but the, uh, you know, not so great news for them on that is that uh, there's an option for Philadelphia to uh, swap um, their first round pick with them this year, <laughs> so they could lose that pick to Philadelphia this year or Philadelphia Lex next year. Which, uh, if you're a Sixers fan, that's good news for you. Yeah, I. I... I think all around this was uh, was an okay trade. I think for the Kings organization, I agree with Cavi. They're probably going to, uh, I mean, they're going to continue to struggle and they're going to continue to rebuild. But I think rebuilding without a problem like uh, Cousins is is the best way to go. No matter how good you are, if you're a problem, it's it's not good. You know, I, it just brings nothing but good, uh, nothing but bad stuff to your organization. So I applaud them. I applaud them for getting rid of them. But it could bring good things to you, I guess, in, in this case, right? I mean, he, yeah. <laughs> he, he kind of benefits from all he this. He totally but, benefits you know. from it. But I, 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 give him a season, I give him a season with the Pelicans, and, and you know, his behavior will, will dictate whether he stays there. So yeah. we'll, well see. Yeah. Half a season. Well, I mean, half a season, yeah. correct. Yeah, so. yeah he's, a, he, he's a free agent after that, right? I'm pretty sure, yeah. 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 So really, that, that's a that's – a, when you look at it that way, they gave away, gave away a lot yeah. for a half a season. For a chance player. at a title run. That's, yeah, that's what they want. And depending on how he does, I guarantee they, you know, they decide whether they're going to keep him around. Yeah, depending on how See. how big their salary, you know, leeway budget is for next year, who knows? They might sign him to a couple year contract. See how and, fast he yeah. gets in trouble down on Bourbon Street. Yeah. Uh, so. All right, let's keep it with basketball. Cavi, you wrote an article on the Colorado State coach. I'm just going to go on a guess here. We didn't. Uh, we were talking about it before the show. We don't really know how to pronounce this guy's last name. I'm going to go with Larry Ustacky. I'm, I'm not sure if that's how you say it or not, but are you sticky? This, Cavi, this article got this got, article got a lot of attention. It did. And I was it I was did. pretty proud of this article, man. It was pretty solid. Yeah, I was pretty I was pretty happy with it. I mean, I, overall, I mean this guy this guy, it, it, it really bothers me the reasoning behind him being let go. Well, I mean he was let go and then it came out and everything. So you have basically your players complaining that he yelled at them. He told them to shut the f up. He maybe dropped the hard c here and there. Um, he threw a closed can of soda against the wall and it exploded and broke a clipboard and broke broke a whiteboard. Uh, guys, I'm just gonna break it down to you. That's my like peewee football coach right there, like in action. I mean, you're grown ass men. He didn't put his hands on anybody. Um, and and they said that he 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 instilled um an essence of fear amongst his players where they feared him and he, well, that that's what a coach is supposed to do, right? You're, yeah. You respect your coach, right? And Bobby Knight wouldn't be in the Hall of Fame if he. Got fired every time he did exactly. that. He he would have had about four jobs and then never heard of again because that was Bobby Knight in a nutshell. Uh, I agree with you, Cavi. I, I think that you know, unfortunately, the type of the day and age we live in. That um, although I don't agree with you know coaching in you know these players in fear, I think that there's got to be 
you know, some hard nose and some, some you know, throw the, the, the soft feelings out the window kind of thing. And you got to be willing to be, you know, reprimanded or, you know, if a coach drops the, the, drops a, a, the F-bomb, I don't know. I, mean, I watched I watched Hard Knocks last year, and I, I'm pretty sure Coach O'Brien dropped the f bomb at least 66 times an episode. Um, you just can't you can't be soft about that. You can't be upset. But I guess if it's it's you know it's all about our established movements nowadays. So if enough people go and complain, maybe something will happen. So and I just don't know if it's maybe a couple players that maybe felt that they were getting mistreated a little bit worse than other players. I don't know the whole story, the backstory behind it. But their I mean their record's good, so he didn't get fired because he, they're you know. Nine games over five hundred. I don't know what. I mean, it couldn't have been that bad when he got fired. So. Yeah, I mean, well, no, it was. I oh, was. It? it was pretty bad when he got fired. I mean, I think this is a scapegoat move. I think it's disgusting by the players to to have complained and, and take what happens inside the la- locker room outside the locker room. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're you're supposed to have another level of respect and another level of understanding with your coach and your players and everything like that. I mean, uh, that aside, I mean, this has come out now since he been he's been fired. Mm-hmm. I mean, this guy's also has a history of being. A pain in the ass. I mean, he was with Rutgers. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's 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 a known drunk. Um, he's uh, he, he wasn't winning. Well, and, what coach is it? Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, the stress of that, I can imagine. Who in this room hasn't had a high school basketball coach? I'm a drunk, have, and that's all you know, I do is a podcast. A couple drinks during during it, but uh, I'm drinking scotch right now. Yeah, so. sure is. But uh, you know, I, I mean, I think that that's really the reasoning behind him. And and I mean, Colorado State at this point is a a pretty decent mid major that's you know accustomed to winning and and making the <laughs> tournament. And he wasn't going to probably. But for it to come out then, what are we saying to kids that you know if to not even kids, the young men, yeah, you know. Where where have these kids gone through what sports programs that they can think that just because a coach tells them to shut the f up or yells a little bit, throw some that's that's supposed to pump you up and make you go play better. You know, you're supposed to get get a fire lit under you at that point, not go complain until the guy gets fired. You know what I mean? I'd personally like to hear more come out in this story that there was more than just that. To your point, Cavi, I I think that that would just uh, that that completely just means to me that these these. Young men are very soft. I hope it was more than that. Uh, I hope that it comes out that, you know, he was a bigger pain in the ass than just throwing a soda can against the wall. I'd like to hear that, you know, he was he was on his way out and this kind of was just a helping matter. What's interesting is that five of them have transferred since he was fired and three of them come out and said, you know, it was other kids on the team. We had no problem with the way he coached and we yeah. actually liked it. I like to see Maybe we'll see what happens. We'll see if he gets picked up by another team. I hope he does. I mean, I'm sure there's, he's had a, like you said, a, a long history of being a, a college basketball coach. I'm sure there's teams out there that are willing to love or love to have a, a veteran. Wilkes, Wilkes is Wilkes a University. Coach, yeah. the, the Colonels would love to have him yeah. or even King's College. Eddie, for the but, sake yeah. of our listeners, can yeah. you say his name one more time? Larry Ustacky? Ustacky. Yeah. We hacked your name up, Larry, but listen, if you're listening, Eucalyptus. then we're doing yeah. better than we had, we expected anyway. So. All right. Well, let's keep it with uh, basketball, college basketball. Once, uh, once more story here. Jimmer Fredette. Jimmer. Another one of mine. Another, Another one of Cavies. Yeah. Chinese Basketball Association. Yeah. From I mean, BYU. Goes over there. How do you just take it away, Cav? It dropped 73 last night. I, I've been a Jimmer guy since he was in the NCAA. I love them. I made. I love the run they made in the tournament. That was an awesome tournament. Uh, he made it really exciting. And now he, uh, you know, he he bounced around the league a little bit. I think he was with the Kings. He was definitely a Nick. He played about four or five seasons. Yeah, Jimmer. And it just it didn't work out for him. But I mean, he's probably making good money. From what I understand, those players get paid good over there. Yeah, I mean, um, probably not as good as you know, right? 
the all stars around here. What do you, what do you think? What, Jim, what is what does Jimmer stand about? Six two? That's just a guess off the top of my head. Was he about six, six two? One, six two. He's a pretty stocky guy. Yeah, he's probably a center in China, right? <laughs> no, <laughs> he looked like he, he was dropping because I mean, anybody that's over six two in China immediately comes to the United States and becomes an NBA player. That's true. So I'm gonna guess that Jimmer is a no. I, and, well, he's and playing also, for Yao Ming's former team. Yeah. Um, and I mean, he went out there last night, dropped seventy three points. I don't care if it's the Carbondale men's over forty yeah. league. If you're dropping seventy three points, and he makes eight billion yen per year. No, I'm just joking. He That's does. like sixty four dollars. I was gonna say, uh, <laughs> yeah. but he is six two. You yeah. are right. I just yeah. looked it up real quick. But so. I, uh, I did see uh, earlier in the season, uh, he 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 had a uh, he had a, a rough injury with his ankle. So I'm glad that you know he's back and he's playing really well. And hey, man, anytime you get some um, some American blood on foreign soil playing really good basketball, I'm all for it. I'm also happy to see um, that, you know, about two, three months ago, he had a really unfortunate incident on Twitter where his Twitter was hacked and some some bad things were said about him, and it looks like that's been resolved too. So Twitter's on, uh, uh, I'm sorry, Jimmer's on the up and up. It looks like his yeah. uh, life's going, going a- well. He's averaging 27 points a game, I think, or or, tw- or 26, this something like that. He's about to bump that yeah. up to 27. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> this threw the bell curve way off. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's kind of cool to see that. I, I mean, we can we can talk about the level of competition over there, but you see a lot of NBA guys go over there. Like, oh, yeah, think about Ron Artest. Ron Artest is like a god over there. Yeah, he had the chance to come back to the NBA. He went over yeah. there, got himself straightened so out. Meta World Peace. Meta World Peace. Yeah, they gave him the option to come back, but he was making so much money. Like he's the Michael Jordan over there. His shoes, they love him over there. And he said, "No, nah, I'm just going to play out the rest of my career is, here." Is it's he like, still over there? Really? I didn't even realize that. Oh yeah, the, uh, he, ESPN did a big. Big okay. thirty for thirty on him. I thought he was still in the NBA. That's like dynamite, yeah. Danny Siegel too. He's yeah, there over the Philippine, yep. Filipino Carbondale league. shout out. Yeah, yeah. Siegel dating like models and stuff for a while, right? Yeah, He's on billboards and gentlemen. Yeah, dynamite, Danny. But so it's nice to see a guy go over there. I mean, it's nice to know there's options for these guys. If yeah. you know they they bust out and that that's somewhere from the go. I wish, uh, I wish our boy mm-hmm. Jerry McNamara took that option and went over. There. He tried. It yeah, didn't he did. work I think out. Yeah. Germany or something. Uh, he went to. Uh, Greece. Greece, okay. I knew it was hard when But Greece has like weird rules where like he couldn't play if it was a Greece on Greece game. And uh, he couldn't play if there was, there was he know, had to he, just shoot three pointers, but there was no three point line, so he was confused out there. Yeah. Hey, he, he <laughs> made a little, I think he made a little bit of money. He came yeah. back, did a couple local he's, bank commercials. Was he an assistant coach still for uh, Syracuse? Yeah, he's I would be surprised if he got over. that head coach someday. someday. Yeah. Yeah. He's someday. a god up there. Once uh, yeah. Beheim leaves yeah. there but uh, Bayham will be there until he's like paternal he'll be there until he finally just dies mm-hmm. so hopefully not for those reasons yeah, more or less yeah <laughs> but uh, alright let's get into uh, Sunday night fight Ronda Rousey's boyfriend well UFC action got knocked the F out Travis Brown lost to Derek Lewis uh, what do you uh, what do you guys another one of my articles yeah uh, I know <laughs> <laughs> no um, I mean <clears throat> I, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't watch the fight live. I, mm. MMA heavyweight like interests me zero. I think they're kind of boring fights because usually this doesn't happen. It's a bunch of grappling. Typically, our UFC guy is Tommy. And yeah, and Tommy's our guy over so there. So we're gonna try and wing this one. But but uh, usually every every heavyweight fight I've watched is like big guys leaning against each other, throwing cold punches. Yeah. But this one was great. I mean, I watched the replay. He knocked him out. Um, and then uh, Paul, I think you had the best description. You, you do a little play by play on what he said afterwards, right? Uh, you you if you if you turned on anything on the internet today, even if you didn't watch the fight, you couldn't help but hear about the post fight. Uh, news conference with Derek Lewis after he knocked out Travis Brown. Uh, Brian Stan, you know, he 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 made a comment because early on in the fight, Travis Brown gave Derek Lewis a little kick in the stomach, and he kind of winced and keeled over a bit, and he looked like he actually hurt him. 
Brian Stan asked him, you know, were you hurt? And he said, uh, <laughs> I don't even want to take it for, for, for a quote, but he did say, no, I was just afraid I was going to take a number two. He did say so number two. Yeah, he, uh, he said he, he didn't <laughs> hurt him. He just thought he had to poo-poo in his pants, and he was afraid to do that on national television. So uh, I, I not only did he hold in his shit, but he managed to knock the guy out later on in the fight. So good for him. He kicked the shit out of a guy and held his own shit in. Yeah, so. it's a win-win. Yeah, and I, but then I thought it was even more funny because later on, like, I mean, if I'm being honest, the fight was great, but the post-fight interview was somehow even better like Way even better. better than the knockout and and um i mean before i even say that travis brown got knocked out dude like who that referee waited way too long to put like <laughs> his tongue was rolled out like he like he was a deer in deer season and just mm-hmm. got shot like it was it was bad but when Derek lewis got to that post-fight interview and he called him out and then he he kind of touched on travis brown being in a domestic abuse Allegedly. you know alleged domestic abuser and then he and then he makes the comment of uh, where's that fine piece of ass Ronda Rousey. Um, I'm not sure if he had a Allegedly. death wish because I, I'm kind of thinking Ronda Rousey might kick the shit out of him. Uh, <laughs> I think her fight dates are over. Yeah, that's yeah, true. I'm, I'm pretty sure her fight dates so, are over. But I mean, it's kind of interesting to like. Uh, <laughs> even though she's not involved in this fight, I think all this does is hurt Ronda Rousey's stock even more. Yeah, now people know so she's dating. A- they know she's dating. She she was wanted to fight Floyd Mayweather because she was saying he was a. A, a woman beater allegedly back in the day. Now it comes out that she's been dating for two years. A guy who was, uh, you know, his his girlfriend or ex wife, I think it was. Yeah, said that he uh, physically abused her. So uh, I think it, I think it hurts her more than anybody in this. I think it hurts her more than the guy that got knocked out. It makes her look like a hypocrite. Yeah, yeah. a huge one, I mean, right? Um, I guess it's okay when it's you know someone that you care about that that may have allegedly done it. Oh, she didn't even know that person. It was just Floyd Mayweather. No, she no, I'm like saying him, like know? it's now that you know she's with Travis Brown. Oh, right. And he allegedly did that. I, I we obviously don't right. know the truth behind it or the whole uh, story. Yeah, I mean yeah. he. he but was I never charged with anything. To to be to be uh, you know to be accused of that. There you know for her to stand next to him and say no 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 you know I'm still love him I'm still with him mm-hmm. you know and then you're calling out someone else who was accused of it multiple times on let me m- mention with Mayweather I-, I just feel like that's a little bit hypocritical you call the guy out you need to be if you're going to call a guy out for 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 being a woman abuser you're the man you're standing next to better be like you know like yeah. turtle yeah <laughs> man he better where be turtle. was turtle turtle from entourage should still be with her okay. i mean she broke his arm for god's sakes just right. so he can get a date with her Exactly. That might be your side piece. You never know. Yeah, <laughs> good for him. <laughs> yeah. Hey. So, all in all, UFC was uh, it was a good fight. Good fights. Yeah. Last night. So. All right. Let's get into Dustin Johnson becoming the number one world golfer in world. <laughs> so, we definitely went the from, universe. Like, yeah, I just thought about yeah, this. We, like we went from one end of the spectrum. Yeah. Of 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 fighting mixed martial arts. To the complete other end of the spectrum, where men walk around in um, corny ass pants and do the most unphysical thing possible, and that's just strike a golf ball. And you know the funny thing is, is I love golf. I mean, I'm I'm love it. I love watching. I love playing it. So, and I love Dun- Dustin Johnson. Good for yeah, him. Yeah, I picked him this week for. Uh, yeah, the you one, did. The one You've thing. You've been hot with the golf picks. So. I know. If so far, so good. If anybody out there plays fantasy golf, plays DraftKings golf, you need to be reading Eddie's articles uh, every week on our website because. Kid's been on point with. Uh, he I, can make you some money on DraftKings. And I do have to give a, a shout out to uh, Taylor because he's Sorry. our he's our statistician. Yep. He pulls all the stats. Can from you say his last name? 
Frignola? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Our own statistician. <laughs> We're struggling with last names yeah. today. I just I knew I'd throw Eddie a little curveball there. But Tommy's, uh, know, Tommy's job. Taylor knows who he is. We love him. He is our stats guy. He builds crazy, <laughs> crazy yeah, to, at statistical least 20, logarithms at least, for us. Yeah, at least 20 stats per week he pulls off of uh, PGATour.com, and he his ranking system has been pretty much He's on made point. Eddie a lot of money. Eddie's looked like a, a writing genius. So, uh, thanks, Taylor, but you're getting no more credit than that. Eddie's the man. Everybody read Eddie's articles. <laughs> Are you, you playing want. them or are you just writing them? Oh, no, no I'm he playing plays, them. Right, he's, nice. winning, he's winning left and right on DraftKings. Yeah. I mean, not much. A couple bucks here and yeah, there. But, that's all right. Uh, yeah. Hey, I'm not losing. Nothing so, to put yeah. in a new tax bracket. <laughs> dogs, man, maybe. He just doesn't want to talk about it on yeah, let's, let's. He's got to hide that money from the girlfriend. <laughs> that's for uh, a different time and place. But no, Dustin Johnson, he won the Genesis Open. They've had to play 27 holes, whoever made the cut on. Uh, on Sunday, yeah, so they do a double round. And, but he almost. he basically he was up five six strokes, but pretty pretty he much the whole, that whole second day. So, but he became the number one world golfer. All they needed was a Dustin or a, a Jason Day. He, he all he had to do was uh, you know come in fourth place or less, I believe, and it, he he did that. So Dustin Johnson, number one in world golf, uh, and it also this win. He, it's the first. Uh, player in a long time where he has a win in each of the last 10 years. So 10 years consecutive with a win in the PGA Tour. Uh, I think besides, what was that stat? You threw out a stat about Tiger and well, this is the he, It's his okay. 13th, uh, 13th career win, and it's uh, he has a win in each of his first 10 seasons on tour, Dustin does. And the only three people before him to ever do that was Arnold Palmer, Jack Nicholas, and Tiger Woods. So if you're going to get on a Mount Rushmore of golf, I'm pretty positive those three guys are already there. Your fourth being that guy could be really nice to yeah. continue and your he, career. He, on. he, he got his company. first major yeah. last year with the U.S. Open. So I think there's more. There's just more for him to come. He almost yeah. had another major in the U.S. Open a couple years ago, but then there was that whole issue with he didn't think it was he was sitting hitting out of a bunker because yeah, the bunker was full of sand yeah, and all that. But but I'll tell you what he's been. He's been hot. I mean, the last year and a half of, of really diving into golf and just watching him. Um, I mean, he's right now he's hotter at golf than than his wife in a in a in a white mini after he <laughs> wins golf. Maybe not that hot, but he's been he's been on fire. The crazy stat I noticed. Uh, this is why I was reading an article today, and it made me. It thought about it, like because I feel like for some reason, I feel, like every like month there's a new number one. I, that's what I just feel like. Mm-hmm. It's not that often, but I do feel like there's a number one a lot. And then when they get to that number one, they they they. I don't know if the number one status kind of just bogs them down, or if it mentally it, it it checks them out. But every time somebody gets to number one, I feel like they just struggle. So I started looking up some stats, and here's a crazy stat. So Tiger Woods, who is obviously arguably the, the, the greatest golfer in our generation or of all time, okay, he's had he spent uh, a total of 283 total weeks at number one, which obviously is a record by far, right? Yeah, it's like and, the Pink and, Floyd of and and golf. keep in mind, like the, that that came out. I think the record when they started fo- keeping track of the number one. Um, was I think it was like 1985 or something like that, and that's when they started keeping track of the number one rankings. So two uh, 683 total weeks at number 81, or number one in the world, and 281 consecutive weeks. Right when he finally gave up that 281 consecutive weeks of being number one was October 2010. So since October of 2010, since Tiger Woods did that, there's been 24 number ones. Yeah, that's crazy. That's insane, right? That like he held it longer than twenty-four different people did in that time span. Like he held, like that's how great Tiger Woods was, and that's how hard it is to be the number one in the in the world this year now anymore. Because I think 
we talked about this yesterday <clears throat> as we were golfing, Eddie, but yeah. the competition is unreal now. Like, I mean, at any given week, there are some just remarkable, ridiculous good golfers. You have to just watch the guys that are playing well. There's, golfers are streaky. So you watch, like, Jason Day. He'll be good for a couple weeks, and then he might have, a, like, a down week. But besides Dustin Johnson, Jordan Spieth's always pretty solid. Um Matsuyama, he didn't have a good week this week, but he's the due last, for a major, though. I, he is due for a major. We talked about that yesterday yeah. too. But there are some guys that are just consistent every week. I mean, every now and then you're gonna have a bad week, but just overall for a year by year, you know, statute, I think uh, Dustin Johnson and maybe Jordan Spieth, Jason Day, maybe throw their guy in the mix there, but they're. They're the most consistent, best golfers in the world right now, I think. Do you think Dustin Johnson could win two majors this year? I wouldn't put it past him if he did. I Me mean, I, yeah. I Dustin definitely Johnson. think he wins one. I, I firmly believe he wins <clears throat> one major this year. I'd love to see him win the Masters. I think he's good for the Open, um, but I'd love to see him win two. He, he's always good in the Open, so yeah. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past that. I don't know how he is in the majors, um, but... You know, his length off the tee, British Open, that's always a, a good spot for him probably too. Even that, that last one, the PGA Championship, I don't even really consider that a major, but yeah. I don't know. I'd rather watch the players. 1986 Masters, by the way, I just looked up that. 1986 Masters was when the stat ranking started for, for uh, golf, so it's been that long since the, they've actually had a number one in the world that they can actually keep track of. So who knows what Jack Nicholas and Arnie and, and some of those greats back in the day would have done. Oh, but, I know. You know, know, since then it's always been Tiger, but But yeah, if you if you do play da- daily fantasy golf or just fantasy golf, yeah, re- hook uh we'll hook you up every, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday on our website at thepointaftershow.com for some uh ranking systems that we we get from our statistician Taylor and they've been uh pretty hot the last couple yeah. weeks. So I highly recommend you guys get on DraftKings, get in some golf and go to Eddie's article if you want to make some easy money. It's nice. Uh, last one. Let's end with football. We love, love football. Football, love is football. Our, football. Football is this, our this, bread and this butter. This is our bread and butter sport. This is what we started and why on. Why not talk about one of the biggest yeah. topics of the week? Darrell Revis. Revis Island. Revis, please, baby. Yeah. Getting uh, so a couple felonies. Revis, Revis did what every person that's being harassed should do. Dude's gonna probably see potentially a little bit of jail time. He's Definitely going to see a lot of money coming out of his uh, his bank account for this. Um, but, dude, I mean, I said this in my article. Uh, so let me set the stage. So what was it, last two Sundays ago, um, Revis was, you know, walking home at 2.45 in the morning in Aliquippa area, Pittsburgh. And um, he was approached by some young kid that happened to notice him. Um, sure, at 2.45, their chances are, you know, someone had a little bit of alcohol in him. Happened to notice it was Revis and decided he was going to... Uh, Let me interrupt you for yeah. a second. Sure. If I see Darrell Revis at 2.45 in the morning walking down Dark Street, I'm not approaching him. No, not a chance, man. No. <laughs> but continue. Li- continue. Here's the thing. At 2.45 in the morning, chances are I'm not approaching anybody because at 2.45 <laughs> in the morning, if you're walking down the streets of Aliquippa, you're probably a tough dude. <laughs> yeah. You know? And I pro- I'm probably wrong and you're not Revis and it's going to end a lot worse. <laughs> yeah, that's even worse. Exactly. But anyway, so the guy, the kid decided he was going to be, you know, somewhat of a smart ass. I think he thought he worked for TMZ, flip out his cell phone and not only just take a video of him, but then like continue to walk alongside him with his phone in his face, uh, recording him, just ultimately harassing him. And I, I wrote an article about this. I think that, you know, our, our, our society, we have to do a better job 
um, of of stopping this harassment on celebrities because just because that they're celebrities doesn't give you the right to invade their privacy, regardless of the time of day. Um, but I don't I don't disagree with Revis for unfortunately having to punch this kid out. He took his phone off him. The kid started a little bit of a, a, a quarrel with him because he wanted to delete the video. The kid kind of got a little a little beefy with him and he knocked him out cold and then smashed his phone on the ground and. Unfortunately, you know, it's it's wrong what he did. I'm not condoning the fact that he, you know, he assaulted somebody, but I don't disagree with the outcome provided that you're 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 just being bothered, you know, and I just think at some point you got to draw a line in the sand. Taking the complete opposite side of this. Okay. I I am um, fair with that. I think that when you put yourself in the position to be a celebrity, you kind of to you, you give away some of those rights. And you're doing that for many things. You're doing it for money. You're doing it for notoriety. You're doing it for whatever it may be. Now, I think there are lines, and we've learned that there's lines. Like, we don't want to see something like Princess Diana happen again where, you know, you're running from paparazzi and you're dying. But at the end of the day, this is some kid following you down the street. And even if Revis just took his phone and spiked it off a wall, that's fine. Like, okay, it's not right. Right. And he's still probably going to get in some trouble, cost him a little bit of money or whatever. But at the point where... I'm going to just guess. I, I saw the video of the kid laying on the ground. Couldn't really tell much of him physically, but I'm guessing. He this, looks like Travis Brown, kind of, where he was just laying there with his tongue out. Right, right, but he wasn't that big. No. So I'm guessing that these kids that got, got a whooping, uh, they weren't physically up to the same par Mm-mm. as Darrell Revis or probably Darrell Revis' friend who jumped in, too. Right. Point two, if you're Revis, you got to have a better fall guy, and your buddy that's with you has to take that fall for you, and yeah. you just have to pay for it. That you know I, I mean? agree with. That I that's why that guy's there, is because yeah. if something like that happens, he's going to be the one that well, takes the, the fall. Well, the, 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 the problem was that Revis will bail him out later. The problem was that the kid's phone was still recording, so there was no way anybody was taking the fall in that. It recorded him. See, that phone needed to disappear. Like Brady's. I think it did, but the problem is that video is never going to disappear. It's recorded. It's somewhere. You know, it's on there. Well, that's what I'm saying. That that every piece of that phone needs to be like down a sewer drain or something. Like they. Just go get a. They just go get a uh, subpoena and they find that record. It's it's on a mainframe somewhere in one now, of those. Now he uploads it somewhere. Um, but I I just I don't know. I hear that a lot, Cavi. I hear a lot of people say, well, you know, it, it, when you're when you're rich and famous, you ha- that comes with the territory. You should have to deal with that. And I just I personally disagree with it. I think it's not fair to say. You know, hey man, listen. Someday I'd like to be rich and famous. I'm yeah, sure I was that's. Say, what, when's, when's the paparazzi going to be walking down right. you know, the streets but of Harrisburg think, following us? I think for us, we would we would welcome that right now because it doesn't happen to us every day. <laughs> yeah, but imagine that every single day, like just people with you're always like people in your business, always in your know, like with cameras just slapped in your face. Imagine putting kids in that mix too. You know, mm. like I have kids, and if I were to ever get to that level, which I would embrace heavily until I got there. I'd be really angry with some of that stuff. Like, I think that they go overboard. I think paparazzis go overboard. I think fans go overboard. Um, and I think that, again, I don't condone him physically assaulting the guy. But at 2.45 in the morning, we've all been there. We've all gone out to bars. We were all young at one point, you know, in our early 20s. At 2.45 in the morning, chances are people aren't <clears throat> thinking with the clear head. Um, one way or the other. Revis isn't in his early 20s anymore. No, no, I one. get that. But oh, I know, I know. We've all been there. He's 31. He's my age. Yeah, he's our age. You know, like, we're, I'm hoping that we know better than that. We'll find out on parade day. But, you know, um, I just, I, I don't know. I think there's a trade-off. Like, the same, like, you, like you said, we would like to be there. But if if we get there, then you're making a trade for, you're trading away certain. You're trading your, your privacy? Yeah. yeah. You're trading yeah, you your are, to an privacy extent. for, for I, to I, an I, extent, mean, I guess that that's what you know happens. What I mean? that's, yeah. But my point is, is I just didn't, I don't think that that should be what has to happen. 
I guess that's what it is. We have to, but I but just, at the end of the I day, those are the people that are because they have that infatuation with you is why you're at the point you are, why you're making that money, right? But I, mean, I think I think the <clears> fact <throat> that you 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 earn that money because of what you do on television, in movies, on a field somewhere, on a basketball court, whatever it is, you're entertaining them in there. Keep it there. Keep the entertainment value there. I'm not try- I'm not paid to entertain you at 2:45 in the morning walking down a street trying to go home. I'm not paid to entertain you when I get my kid in my in his car seat and I try to pull out of my driveway and there's 700 people staring at me. You know? So if you if we went to the mall tomorrow and you saw Joe Montana, you wouldn't go up and ask him for his autograph. No. No, I've seen I've seen famous people out many many times. I truly would. I think it's disrespectful. That's just me. I'm not saying Okay. I think if if you walked up and respectfully said, "Hey, you know, it's a pleasure to meet you. Would you mind signing something?" That's one thing. If you're over there with a camera in his face and all of a sudden you're drawing attention to him where he just can't go and be in peace, that's a totally different thing. If you're that guy that's trying to draw attention to somebody, if you could do it discreetly and, and with respect, fine. But when you're over there with a camera and you're trying to draw attention to this guy, then I think it just kind of crosses the line. Well, there there's definitely levels to all fandom and, and tact and just how different people act. I mean, the way you or I might act is different than somebody else. Yeah, right. But it, there's also... Rebus had a lot of choices there. He had a choice to put his head down and keep walking. He had a, ch- a choice to just put his hand up, cover his face, like whatever. Yeah. I, it, and you definitely have the right to attempt to be private, you know, right. like by him covering his face, walking away. He doesn't have to engage this person. That's that's your choice. But I think once you take it to the next level, that's where the problem comes sure. in. Like, I mean, Amanda, Amanda's uncle has the best story. So he ran into Steven Tyler, and they were in the mall, and he's like the biggest Steven Tyler fan in the world. And he, uh, Steven Tyler ended up sitting next to him in the food court or whatever, and he just looked at him and said, hey, man, thanks for the music. Yeah. And got up and left. And like, to respectful. me, that's like the coolest thing that's in the world. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But It's the way it should be handled. You if some, you want to ask him for an autograph discreetly, okay, I can see that. But but you have some, just different people are going to react to things sure. different. This kid, I, and also I think it's a generational thing. So, yeah. like, to us, like, I could care less. That kid wanted to be on World Star Hip Hop. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? That's what he wanted. He wanted to, to have the video. He wanted to go viral. And yeah. now he's probably making... Before Reeves even gets involved in this, TMZ picked that video up. Oh, so yeah. that kid's making oh, bank yeah, off that yeah. video oh, on already. Top of the fact and, that he's probably going to get some kind of and lawsuit. That's what he, and and press, who knows? That could, have been, that could have been in the back of his mind the entire time. But and to Paul's point too, like, but Revis, like it's two thirty in the morning. You're he can just be like, Nah, man, I get that all the time. I look like him or something like that. You know, and just yeah, keep on walking. I guess. Some some kind of interaction must have happened that he confirmed that he was sure. Darrell Revis. Oh yeah, because I mean, yeah, I don't it's, know. I think that the the sad part of the story that's kind of going to be probably talked about in the very, very near future is that, mm-hmm. um, I mean, maybe it's not really that sad, but it is, is that uh, his future with the Jets is probably not going to happen now. I mean, he was, he's he's got, they have the option to, to release him and probably not pay him out due to this. Mm-hmm. So the money that they may owe him. Because um, he stunk last year. Yeah, yeah I mean, he's up know. in age. Like you said, 31 for a cornerback is like, you know, he's he's like a, he's, He's what twelve years in the league or something like that. He's yeah. he's prehistoric, pretty much. Yeah. So I mean, unfortunately for know, him, Charles like, Woodson I, was there for a while, but yeah, you know, he's um, different. But yeah, but I mean, Revis Island has been closed down for about two years or so. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope that the Jets, you know, if the Jets get rid of him and decide to, to 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 walk away from him, I hope that some other team does pick him up. I hope this doesn't, you know, ruin his career. I think he has still two or three years left with the Jets under their contract. Yeah. So I just we'll think see. that, uh, yeah. I don't think they're going to cut him over this. I don't Unless he sees so jail time. If he sees jail time and four, he has to go to four, jail, then... Yeah, four felonies and a misdemeanor. Yeah. Well, no, that's just going to happen. You know, the NFL will get involved then because the NFL has their own legal system, you know, with Goodell. Right. Yeah. All of a sudden, he'll be suspended sure. for the first four games of the season because... Uh, oh, it's, I, there's definitely things are going to... 
yeah. going to happen here. So. But nonetheless, but anyway, that's it for our week. Right? Yeah, that that is our that's our week right there. That was wrapped up. I feel like it, I feel like time goes by faster, yeah. smoother, nicer when Tommy's not here. <laughs> Just, well, because there, there's there's no back and forth. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's no one that disagrees with me with that the sky is blue and grass is green. <laughs> I, I miss it a little bit, to be honest. Well, I miss him. Shit's black, not brown. It did go smooth. You guys can have that argue, but next week. That's fair. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, thanks, guys, for listening. Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes. Hit us up on Twitter uh, at Point After Show. We uh, gave you our personal Twitter handles earlier. Like us on Facebook. Every now and then we'll put out a, a video on Facebook Live, Instagram. Hit us up. and uh, Check out know. our ass-kicking website where we write some of the greatest articles, guaranteed to make you laugh, cry, or just be genuinely pissed off at Paul and Cavi. <laughs> www.thepointaftershow.com. What, what do you think happens if Cerniak was the one that ran into Darrell Rivas on the street? I think you. I think he conducts a <laughs> phenomenal interview. I think he one one of the greatest interviews. TMZ that might be. Yeah. That, that would be. One I of the think it goes interviews. straight past TMZ and right to Entertainment Tonight. I think it ends with a, like a hug, Arivas in it, but still Cerniak dead somehow. I think or that two an, days later, an awkward find, hug. Yeah, like, Cerniak tries oh, to like fist bump. Yeah, there's definitely yeah. an awkward handshake <laughs> hug. I think two days later we see Revis in another picture wearing a Cerniak shirt. Though. Yeah, uh, pretty I positive agree with that. he wears a Cerniak shirt. So, uh, but yeah, you guys. can get me on Twitter too at. Uh, Producer Cavi. That's it, man. So, uh, as always, if you've made it this far, thank you. We love you guys. All right, peace. Thanks, guys.